Hey everybody, it's afternoon of snack time where we give you a short, tasty tidbit to snack on. And today's topic is food. So yeah, I have a food story. <laughs> Today is my husband's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. And birthdays are a big deal to him. And he likes to be fed on his birthday. And part of fedding has to do with food. So every year when his birthday comes around, there's like a big breakfast I make. So today it was like an acai bowl with like muesli, fresh fruit, da 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 da. And then like lunch and you're like, oh, okay, lunch. So I like went out and just like got him some like dried salmon or, you know, not dried salmon, but what am I thinking? What's the word? Dehydrated? Smoked salmon. Smoked salmon. Yes. Smoked okay. salmon. Cut it all out. Nice wild caught salmon, like homemade hummus on rice crackers blah 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 brought it to him and he like is like a little like prince nibbling it in his home office and then he's like oh and i'm still not quite full maybe some more my daughter's out like making chocolate cake for him in the kitchen and then he's giving me a menu that he wants for his dinner and then we're putting a lid on the event for the next for a year <laughs> because you know he's a grown-ass man yeah, don't- <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I was like, oh my God, for my birthday, I just want to be alone. Like I actually, my mother-in-law, my my birthday is next week. And my mother-in-law just in the mail today sent me a gift card for Sephora. And I was like, now I have an amazing excuse to go to the mall that I haven't been to in probably two years and buy some Korean skincare with my Sephora gift card. I'm super excited about it. So I think that's what I'm gonna do for my birthday. And I already told my husband, I was like, I want to be alone. Like yes. alone is the best gift for a birthday. Yeah, I'm gonna eat Absolutely. some greasy Annie Zan pretzels. Uh, <laughs> She's gonna eat mall food. That's what Maggie you're wants mall food. food. And your I do. I want mall wants, food. Your husband wants smoked salmon. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I haven't even given you the dinner yet. Where he's like, I want pesto, but I don't want just like that Costco Kirkland pesto. Like basically, I need you to be out there like chopping the basil and like grinding, and grinding the, pine the pine nuts. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> And grinding the- <laughs> <laughs> with like feta from the certain feta place and then like you no know, it's a whole it's a whole thing oh my god all right well i'm happy with annie and pretzels with the artificial <laughs> cheese sauce <laughs> i'll marry you in my next life okay sounds good <laughs> sounds good well we're gonna husband swap remember we talked about that a while ago we were gonna husband oh, swap yeah. but now i don't know if i want to deal with you I don't know either, but if your husband wants to come and renovate some stuff for me, that sounds great. Well, my just you know, my husband does not care about his birthday. I think I almost forgot it last year, and he didn't <laughs> care. He pretty, pr- I think he just wants to be left alone. <laughs> Sense the theme, so that's probably all we'll do this year for him too. So anyway, we today for our snack are going to talk about food because it's obviously something very common in K-dramas. They make us laugh, cry, swoon, and crave Korean food. From bulgogi to tekboki to ramen to japchae, we can't get enough of the chopstick slurping. We decided what better content for a snack than, well, snacks. Armed with soju, we are diving into all the beef, fried chicken, and Americanos that make us wish we could get takeout from Seoul. So the first topic we're going to talk about is beef. Frequently seen on some Korean reality and game shows, the prize is a large platter of cling-wrapped marbled beef. The winners always seem very excited about this tray of meat and hold it proudly to the cheering audience. I've even seen a few squeeze the package just to make sure it's real. On K-dramas, beef as a meal is considered an expensive treat or a luxury item. In the K-pop song Awkward Silence, the stray kids sing or and rap about eating tasty beef, ribeye with the marbling, 
Ji-Un Tak in Goblin is always hungry for meat, and when Kim Shin is paying, she gets beef. In Crash Landing on You, when the soldiers and Captain Ri are in South Korea, Chisu tells Sari he's going to get back at her for using all of Captain Ri's stock at his house. He states he will eat all her food so she will starve. Sari, in dialogue clearly meant to show her wealth, tells him that he would have to eat all the beef in the country in order for her to go broke. After some research, I learned there was definitely some meat to the history of beef in Korea. Sorry, I had to. During the Goryeo dynasty, cattle were considered revered and were forbidden to be eaten by the Buddhist religion. It wasn't until the Joseon era and Confucianism that beef began to be consumed, but only by the very elite. During the 1960s, after the Korean War, when more people began to move to urban areas, was when beef became more widely available to all classes. A popular dish is bulgogi, which is thinly sliced meat cooked over a grill and served with lettuce and other toppings. Beef or pork can be used. I'm sure we have all seen the small circular grill between our two main leads as they talk over the sizzling meat. So what's the beef about the beef? Well, first of all, South Korea is a rocky, hilly country, so farmland is limited. The Hanwoo cattle, available only in South Korea, provides a highly marbled and flavorful meat that is said to rival Kobe and Wagyu beef. That's from Japan. The Hanwoo cattle industry is highly regulated. Each animal has its own ID and a national database to keep track of its shots and health and is fed a controlled diet. In the end, it's basic economics. Koreans prefer Hanwoo beef, so the demand is high, but the supply is low. As a meat eater, I am truly dying to try some bulgogi in Korea, but that will have to wait until I can treat myself to some authentic Hanwu, and hopefully I'll be grilling it sometime with Amy and Leah. That just made me really hungry. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, I mean, I like I said, I got Korean the other day, but I don't think that was Hanwu beef. It's funny because I've been seeing more like, I just saw, I just watched a reality show the other day and it was this like massive freaking tray of like marbled beef. And it's really much more pink. It's almost like a brownish pink. It's weird. I think I like the like database too. Have did any of you ever watch Portlandia? I was a Portlandia fan and there was like a whole part where they would like go out and they went out for chicken and you know they're like is this organic? Where is it from? And then like the lady comes out with like the birth certificate of like the chicken. Like this is the chicken's <laughs> life story. And then they're like okay, this isn't good enough. We need to go to the farm and like meet the chicken. And that's what it feels like with the, yeah, the Hanwu beef. Like yeah, I just want to go meet the- George in the field and just make sure it's all Yeah, it was interesting, but it's I mean that's one of the reasons too it's expensive because yeah. it's like such a highly regulated industry and i think it's expensive to run but you know anyway and it's not corn fed lots like you know no i mean these guys are fed yeah it's it's kind of it was interesting honestly to do some research about it it was just the only thing that was frustrating is i couldn't find i wanted to find prices and it was i mean i googled for like an hour and i just couldn't nail down the 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 most recent price i found was like from 2006 and i just felt like that was a little outdated well, here's a shout out then. If you are listening to the show and you know anything about the price of Hanwoo beef in South Korea, email us at afternoonadelightpodcast at gmail.com. That's afternoonadelightpodcast at gmail.com and let us know. My main thing was I want to know how much it was per pound. I mean, that was, although, do they go by pounds? Probably kilo because, you know, yeah. it's the rest of the world, not really, America. Yeah. God, we're so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Well, let's get into some fried chicken then. We've done the beef. Time for chicken. Fried chicken can trace its origins back to enslaved African Americans who merged the Scottish technique of frying chicken and fat with the seasoning techniques of West African cooking. These days, this iconic staple of Southern American cuisine has become the most competitive food market in all of Korea. Curious about how South Korea became so incredibly famous for an American dish? 
Let's dive in. The concept of frying chicken in Korea traces its roots to the Korean War, when American troops were stationed in South Korea during the early 1950s. I'm not sure if this is totally true, but I did see a few sites that pointed to the idea that American troops missed Thanksgiving turkeys, so they sought out the next closest thing. Chicken. Makes sense. They fried it up and boom, had a taste of home. Traditionally, Koreans steamed chicken for consumption, and chicken dishes usually came in soups and broth. The 1960s was a time when the war-torn country was struggling to develop and had low household income. This is also when rotisserie chicken led to the yellow bag chicken. On their paydays, breadwinners would bring home rotisserie chicken and famously yellow bags to share with their families as a special once-a-month treat. Then let's fast forward to the beginning of the 1970s. Household income begins to take off as the miracle on the Han River, that period of rapid economic growth where South Korea went from a developing to developed country at an accelerated speed unfolded. At that time, a cheap cooking oil hit the market as domestic chicken production began to grow. The intersection of decreased cost and an increased disposable income led to more chicken consumption for the average Korean. Lim's Chicken, acknowledged as the first fried chicken franchise, opened in 1977. Chicken franchises grew through the 80s and 90s, merging with the drinking culture of the early 2000s. If you're watching a K-drama, chances are you're seeing characters chomping on chicken, usually thanks to product placement. According to economic reports, I found South Korea was projected to eat approximately 6.8 billion U.S. dollars worth of fried chicken by the end of 2020. And market research firm Euromonitor announced that this prediction was mostly due to the coronavirus pandemic, increasing the need for and demand for established delivery services. So that made me think how Pyeongchi Su from Crash Landing on You could really have, you know been keeping busy with his chicken side hustle delivery. Boom, boom. But competition in fried chicken restaurants really is no joke. In Goblin, we often see the second female lead, Sunny, who owns a chicken shop, lamenting her lack of customers. Opening a chicken restaurant truly doesn't seem for the faint-hearted, as there is so much competition, they often operate on razor-sharp margins and often fold as quickly as they open. Some areas even have zoning rules trying to limit how many chicken stores can operate in a given area. The K-drama My Love from the Star is credited to being a cultural phenomenon that took the craze for Chimac, which is the name uh, for chicken and then beer combined, to new heights, especially in China, where it is credited with actually revitalizing the entire chicken industry, which had been flagging after the bird flu outbreak. Chicken and beer is the heroine's favorite snack in the drama. For example, during the first snow, she says wistfully, I feel like Chimac when it snows. There were literal news reports of people breaking up with romantic partners because they wouldn't take them out for fried chicken in the snow. So for us Americans, don't look for blue cheese and celery sticks or waffles to be served with Korean fried chicken. The typical accompaniment to Korean fried chicken are cubes of pickled radish and plenty of beer or soju. The combination is an addictive sounding blend of salt and spice, cold and hot, briny and sweet, crunchy and tender. And also in the book Korean Culture Dictionary, the author posits that fried chicken is also popular because it can be shared communally. And yet at the same time, it caters to the needs of lone diners. So it works for both traditional and modern Korean dining cultures. And like most things in life, isn't everything more delicious when washed down with an icy cold beer? I think we're getting a... of buffalo wings tonight by the way (laughs) (laughs) now i'm hungry and i think i'll have a beer with them now i'm hungry i was gonna say getting getting into you know we're about to talk about coffee but bringing up the beer the chicken and beer i i've never craved chicken and beer as much as i have watching k-dramas and i like an ice cold beer every now and then but i don't crave it and then when i'm watching it i'm like this is the combination that i need is fried chicken and beer and i don't eat fried chicken ever either so definitely watching k-drama has changed my cravings, I guess. I want to eat the fried chicken and beer 
in Korea. I feel like that's where I need to taste it. Fried chicken is not a food that, you know, like it is very popular. And I think there's lots of like cool cultural connections to fried chicken. But for me and like, you know, how I was raised and like what my preferences are, it's just not been a thing for me. But it was first watching Crash Landing on You when all of a sudden they're just like whipping out the fried chicken. And I was like, I don't know what it is about this fried chicken, but it looks amazing. And watching Healer right now, I love that like on his phone, he only has three numbers on his phone and one is the fried chicken place. And I don't know. I just like I'm really into the idea of fried chicken now. And it's only because of the visual stimulation of the show. And we need something to wash all of this down with, right? So we're going to talk about Korean coffee culture, even though, you know, a cold beer probably goes a little bit better with fried chicken. But on to coffee. The term cafe americano specifically is Italian for American coffee. There is a popular but unconfirmed belief that the name has its origins in World War II when American GIs in Italy would dilute espresso with hot water to approximate the coffee to which they were accustomed. Today, if you pop into any coffee establishment, you'll find Americano on the menu, and what you'll get when you order is exactly that, espresso and water. But why is it that whenever a K-drama cuts to a scene in a cafe, you can catch someone ordering an Americano? According to a survey targeting students at George Mason University, Korea, the percentage of students who drink coffee as a source of energy is 67.2%. So coffee is definitely a thing in South Korean culture that used to claim cha, or tea, as its hot beverage of choice. So what has changed? Why do Americano-serving cafes line the streets of Seoul and permeate the lives of our K-drama heroes and heroines? One big reason for the Americano being the most popular drink order in South Korean cafes is the drink's lack of milk, since dairy is not widely consumed in South Korea. Side note, though, that in order to encourage more dairy consumption, South Korea came up with banana milk, which is that sort of conical-shaped milk drink I see so many walking around and drinking in dramas, like Shin Jae in King the Eternal Monarch. And now I know what it is. But back to Americanos. For anyone who does not enjoy the bitterness of espresso, the Americano makes it more palatable by adding water. Commercial coffee establishments are also a bit on trend at the moment, and so too is being seen drinking coffee at one. And if the menu at such establishments intimidates the consumer, the Americano is a safe bet since it's the closest thing to the instant coffee packets that are also so popular in South Korea. This makes me think of such a fun bit in her private life when Park Min Young's character, Dok Mi, gives Kim Jae-wook's Ryan Gold a hard time for ordering a milk latte. That's right, I said a milk latte. Leah brought it up in our Wounded Heroes snack that it was because of a caffeine allergy, but before Duck Me knows this, she gives him such hell and teases him for ordering a double milk latte at her friend's cafe. But maybe the popularity of the Americano has nothing to do with a much-needed caffeine injection or the palatable, less bitter coffee taste at all. Maybe the Americano's popularity in the past decade is simply due to the catchy K-pop tune by the South Korean group 10 Centimeters, simply titled Americano, that did the trick. Also, fun coffee-related side note, the early pandemic craze of Dalgona coffee, the whipped topping made from instant coffee, sugar, and water served over a glass of milk, originated in South Korea. I made it, I tried it, and yeah, too sweet for me. I think I'll stick with the Americano. I have just a random question that I don't think either of you can answer. But again, if you're listening and you know this, I would love to know it, which is in her private life when he has the milk latte but can't drink coffee, is that just a steamer? Like just steam milk? Yeah, I think okay. it is. That, I mean, that's what it, that's what I'm guessing. But calling it a double milk latte was 
what threw me off a little bit because I think it was milk and condensed milk. Oh, <laughs> could be. I could be totally misremembering this, but I think it was milk and condensed milk because it was a double milk latte. Yeah, it was. So, so if there someone had to be knows, two different. yeah, if someone knows, I would really like to know the answer to that. I feel because... like milk latte is just a weird term. Yeah, like it, I it took it as a it, steamer, but I wasn't sure. That's what I guess it was. And it could be something that's lost in the translation as well. But in the subtitles, it calls it a double milk latte. And for any of you who don't know, a steamer is essentially what it sounds like, which is just steamed milk, like in the espresso machine. And sometimes you add like a flavoring or honey to it. Yeah, I think in Healer, Moonho has a little, he steams some milk at one point. He just has like, he just steams like warm milk. Oh, Oh, I like steamers actually. There's a cafe in Healer too. So here's, you know, another coffee reference to dramas that we're watching right now. Oh yeah. Cause that's the bottom of her or the, her dad. He's, he's a lawyer slash coffee shop owner. Oh yeah. That's, that's right. Kind of going because... like a doctor slash hardware or owner in descendants. I think we need to do a snack just on the slash jobs that people can have <laughs> in a drama. Because her father's philosophy is what you love to do should be your hobby. And then, something just below that should be your job. So he's a lawyer to make money, but he enjoys making lattes so much, but he also has a cafe. You know, he does make cute lattes. <laughs> he does make cute lattes. All right. Well, that's it for our tasty little bite-sized snack. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe and leave a review for us. We are a new pod and any reviews are really good for us in terms of discoverability. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Afternoon Delight Podcast, where you can see ratings that don't make it on the show, fun and games, a bit about the books we write, and all sorts of other recommendations and things that come off the different podcasts. All right. Well, let's say it, everyone. Annyeong. Thank you for listening to Afternoon Delight. Make sure to subscribe for more great K-Romance conversation. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Afternoon Delight Podcast for more information on our podcast, behind-the-scenes photos, and, of course, pics of our favorite opas and unis. Annyeong. <laughs>